Amir Armstrong is an actress and political commentator. She's from all your favorite shows, including mine, of course, Entourage. She's in the upcoming movie Terror on the Prairie, produced by The Daily Wire alongside Gina Carano. Eric Butler is a podcaster, photographer, and writer for TatumReport.com. His book, New York City 2020, Gotham Unglued, really gets together all the compilation of the decay of New York City. It's available right now on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Thank you both for joining me. How are you guys? Amazing. Thank you. Good. Happy to be here. Nice to see you guys. Thanks for always talking to your favorite Canadian. I'm imposing that uh, title on myself. <laughs> Uh, the biggest news in the world right now, I think, or at least here and uh, and everywhere around us, is the Canadian trucker convoy. We've got a blockade in our western province above Montana. We've got the big protests still happening in our nation's capital in Ottawa. I wanted to ask you guys, uh, Eric, we'll start with you, I think. Um, what kind of stuff are you guys hearing about it down there? What's the coverage like? Is there talking points that I should be aware of? <laughs> um, well, me personally... I'm, and I'm not saying this because I'm on your show right now, but I am getting most of my news on that convoy from Rebel. So I'm getting uh, hopefully the truth. Outside of that, there has been some smear campaigns, right? Um, we saw the, uh, I forget the guy's name, a Washington Post opinion writer who says that um, we need to confront this convoy head on. Right. And it's just what you'd imagine it would be. Um, they're likening this to Donald Trump, even though he's been gone for um, more than a year now. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know how, how they're going to play this. Right. I think, um, you mentioned that they're taking this one incident of some guy with a flag who may or not may or may not have been a plant. Um, so they're, they're looking for their little things to pick out and smear people with. It's totally not working. And I just want to say really briefly that I saw a clip on MSNBC, uh, meet the press with Chuck Todd, of him telling Dr. Fauci, I don't know if you guys have seen this clip. I'll, maybe I'll post it somewhere on my social media, but Chuck Todd is telling Dr. Fauci that people don't believe you anymore. People don't trust you. People don't trust uh, Dr. Walensky and the CDC anymore. And that is happening while the convoy is pretty much dominating the news landscape. So I think what we're seeing here is the entire thing starts to collapse a little bit now. Of course, in California, they're still going to go complete. They're still going to do the complete opposite stuff, right? So they're going to double down on mandates. Um, last thing I want to say here is I saw in my hometown of Oakland, California, where I was literally born and raised, a restaurant that has a sign out front that says, you must get the shot to eat indoors, and you need a booster shot to sit at a bar. <laughs> so they're completely going the opposite direction. I don't know exactly where they're getting their news from. But I'll say um, I think it's crumbling here and they're trying, they're clinging on to their last their last little bit of pandemic panic, I guess. Television and box office star Samir Armstrong, what are you hearing about <laughs> the convoy where you are? Um, so I gave up watching mainstream media a while ago. And, mm -hmm. and, and like Eric, I mostly get my news from social media, uh, people who are on the ground. And obviously I've been following rebel news for quite a while. So, although I did see, and I just sent it to you, Andrew, um, this is MSM, uh, wait, what is it? 
I'm not sure who, what news. Oh, MSN, oh yeah, MSNBC, sorry. Says it right in front of me. And um, they go on to say that the truckers convoy is a, is its own cult mm. and that they're taking food away from the, um, the food lines, a food bank out okay. there that they demanded food. Did you hear that? I just yeah. sent it to you. You can look at it. Obviously it's such a joke. And then the other thing is that, you know, they just happened to find the one Confederate flag toting person out there. Like they didn't happen to find him. They happened to plant him and <laughs> then, and then happened to take pictures and spread that as if that's actually the, the whole entire convoy. And, and I was talking to some friends last night. It's like, they just cannot believe that Patriots, Amer uh, American, Canadian, worldwide citizen, just want the ability to go out and provide for their families. They just want freedom and they just want choice. And that's such an extreme thought nowadays. Like these elites, have the political and corporate elite have gotten so hot-headed and like so infatuated with their own belief system and perception. They can't fathom that the minions, as they see us, would want you know, not to be told what to do. And there's always these quote unquote experts now, like the experts on how, where COVID's going, the experts on how to treat it, and the experts on what's like, get, get out of our lives. You are nobodies. The, my, my own vision can see what's going on in this world. And that's, they want you to believe that your perception is the wrong one when clearly they're nuts. They're absolute lunatics. The thing about this uh, soup kitchen thing, they're saying that people harass the soup kitchen staff. Um, they've also said um, the Ottawa Citizen, which is a not a good outlet in my opinion, they made a, a statement on behalf of, or they, they printed a statement from uh, a paramedics union official, I believe, who said that people were throwing rocks at a, an ambulance and giving racial slurs to an Asian paramedic. And along with, and I'm not saying any of this stuff isn't true, but along with the soup kitchen stuff, there's no video of it. There's no photos mm -hmm. of it. Um, there's no police reports. The police chief of Ottawa today spoke on camera saying it's been overwhelmingly peaceful. We've had our own reporters on live streams. Uh, shout out Lincoln Jay, who had his stuff on F Tucker Carlson last night. Um, he was on a live stream talking to different police departments because they've obviously hired people from different departments to go up there. They, one of them said he was having a good time. Another guy said that it's been peaceful. They're all saying it's been mm -hmm. peaceful. So... Over 100,000 people there over the weekend, assumedly over 100,000 camera phones, and nobody caught any of this stuff. But they mm -hmm. did catch, you know, the guy with the Confederate flag, with ha which has a truck on it. I don't know who's just who just has a semi-truck Confederate <laughs> flag hanging around in Canada. And then a Nazi flag, which had some fresh right. folds in it. So there's actually a reward from... <laughs> Uh, a, a, a nice company up here called True North. They're a good outlet. I like them. I think it's up to $6,000 now of our wonderful Canadian dollars to identify the guy with the Nazi flag. Only seen twice. Um, very little coverage of the guy. And to your point, Samira, about them saying how they distributed this photo, basically, about the guy with the Confederate flag, there are some mainstream media journalists who are 10 feet away from this guy taking a picture of him. And they didn't think to ask him any questions. He was also wearing a blackface face mask, like a minstrel show uh, ski mask. Eric, if you didn't see that one. And um, people in the crowd started booing him. <laughs> well, you got to say, you got to ask me if I saw it. <laughs> it's I want February be, 1st. I want you to be offended on my show. Um, um, I, I, have a, I have a quick question, though, because mm -hmm. isn't this exactly what we saw 
Uh, regardless of what you might think about Glenn Youngkin or if you know anything about Glenn Youngkin, didn't we see something very similar with this when a guy had like this brand new denim coat? Or I don't, okay, I don't know if it was brand new. Yeah, the guys they planted in front of the bus, right? Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know if it was in front of a bus. It was like the, the photo I remember was this guy with a new denim coat with a little Confederate flag right. on the back of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he was, his back them. was facing the camera and he was facing the crowd. Yeah, like, oh, exactly. It's so convenient. We found this Confederate flag guy. This is, ex it sounds like the exact type of thing. And um, just really briefly too, I think that we're seeing this and we are going in the right direction, right? And I don't know if it's ever waking people up as much as people who are even even like my family, they kind of finally had enough of it, right? So they're they're not stupid, but they're finally like, okay, I can I finally have the courage to say something about this. And and the reason I say that is because when I look at some social media comments, say on the Washington Post, for instance, you still have this what we'll use the term fringe minority, right? I mean, mm -hmm. I think we can totally and because that's what they do. They will totally invert reality. But you can see how the brainwashing has actually worked on people. And I don't want to jump ahead too far, but you see what happened with Gavin Newsom and London Breed at that uh, that football game. And you see people in the comments saying, just, just leave them alone. It doesn't matter. And I'm like, well, of course, everybody should just leave all of us alone, mm -hmm. right? I mean, I agree with your point. Like, we should leave them alone. It doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. But they are the ones imposing right, these exactly. in completely insane things on us. So I guess I said all that to say, it feels like in as a whole, we are going in the right direction and maybe this will come to an end eventually, but there's always those people that still have, I don't know, this weird Stockholm syndrome or whatever it is, and they can't let go. They just like to be controlled. It's weird. Yeah. There's a, a member of parliament. I don't, I guess you could maybe um, compare him to a house member in the U S in Ottawa saying, you know, we should take the money. They raised over $6 million on GoFundMe, and they said we should take the money to clean up after the protests, to give it to businesses. And it's like this was not a thing for Black Lives Matter protests. This was not a thing for Antifa protests. Yeah. And you don't get to just take people's money. So they want to take people's money that was donated to the cause for fuel and food because the truckers say they're not leaving a whole bunch of people who were supporters left but the truckers say they're not leaving they want to take this money and they want to you know give it to the government essentially seize their assets if you will mm -hmm. and this and a similar thing's happening happening on the alberta montana border where the rcmp which is you know like our fbi but it does a whole bunch of other stuff they're not nearly as coordinated <laughs> but they mm -hmm. were reportedly and alleg allegedly i'll say of course as well um, blocking off food and medical care to the truckers at the border. Now, keep in mind, these truckers at the border, they're allowing a lane of traffic to go by them on both sides. So they're just blocking the trucks, uh, to my understanding. But you never even actually see that in, like, war times, where, where you block the medical and uh, food passages, mm. especially in modern wars. That's probably against, uh, against some sort of thing. So... It's like you have over 100,000 people and there's even, you know, like a people of color for the freedom, freedom protest thing going on, which, of course, I know uh, we disagree with on the surface, but it's just to try to prove uh, otherwise from the narrative of that this is like a white supremacist thing. And you've got all this stuff happening and they still can't believe it. They still refuse to believe it. And even further than that, they think it's OK to, you know, like, let's stop their money from coming in. Let's arrest them, even though there's been, been, been no violence whatsoever. So I don't know where the 
you know, the consistency comes in with these people where it's okay for, you know, to quote David Menzies here at Rebel News, one rule for me and another rule for thee, where they can just, you know, I'm making a stand. I can do whatever I want. It's okay to inflict violence on these people. It's okay to, you know, take their money and take away their supplies. Am I am I way off here, Samira? No, it's funny, too, because I've been reading comments from people who live in Ottawa and people speaking on behalf of the people who work in Ottawa. And they're saying, you know, okay, we get it. We, we get your message. Now it's time to let us be and move on so we can get back to life. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's what we're talking about here. So you get it, you know? And, and then also I've seen video footage of the first night, once everyone got there the next day, you know, there was a massive, it almost seemed like a, a rave or, or something. Mm. how many people are out there dancing and then the next day it was absolutely spotless there was no trash so what are they trying to take what what are they going to use the money for actually because there is no cleanup that the people there already cleaned up themselves yeah and the worst thing that's happening today eric is a hockey game broke out i know you're <laughs> i know you're surprised to hear something like that happen but they're playing hockey in the streets uh, as we speak um when i turn on this is something else i want to ask you guys about as being our neighbors to the south. When I turn on the American news, and I do do this, um, it's all like the Russia stuff right now. And of course, it seems like everybody's against it. The intervention, you know, we're selling them weapons. America's selling them weapons. Um, but they're really pushing this. And something I want to ask you guys is: there anybody who's being like, yeah, let's go to, let's send troops to Ukraine. We need to protect Ukraine. Is there anybody other than the mainstream media who's really going forward with this, uh, this narrative? Not that I know of. I don't think anybody um, is is really. I, I, okay, I guess maybe since you bring it up, maybe the, the Dan Crenshaw types. Maybe there's some boomers that are really into this. Um, but I haven't seen anybody that I. So I, I don't want to say trust, but anybody that I look to, you know, news wise, whether it's um, Tim Pool or 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 any any of the like outsider people that I look to, 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 to kind of shoot it straight. As far as the news is concerned, I haven't seen any of those people, uh, really going to bat for war. I, I can genuinely say that if there's one thing that even the, even the radical left can agree on with like some, I guess, fairly right-wing people is not going to war. And that is really what differentiates. That's the, in my opinion, obviously the sole thing that differentiates the real, you know, grassroots left from the corporate establishment media left, right? They love the war. They love to talk about how evil Russia is while simultaneously sort of ignoring the threat that China might pose. But I am not a expert on, you know, international <laughs> whatever proceedings. So I can't, I can't really speak to that. But uh, to answer the question is, I haven't seen anybody in favor of that. Not, not yet. And, I, you know, I don't watch every single news broadcast but if i were to guess i'd probably say it'd be somebody like joe scarbo or, or mika who might like that stuff but i don't know don't quote me on that did you guys see this thing dan crenshaw is getting a lot of heat lately i feel like even more than usually did you guys see the thing where he was arguing with like a 10 year old samir did you see that yeah that's so embarrassing arguing over Sad. a 10 year old about scripture and then he says that she's misquoting him and then the video i saw played the exact clip she was talking about and the 10 year old was right it's really 
it's it's a potato moment remember (laughs) that what do you mean potato moment (laughs) was it what was it um was it george bush who didn't know how to spell potato or who was that back in the i don't know i do not remember that one i just saw the george bush clip again today where he's uh we're gonna get those bastards now watch me take this drive and he's playing golf (laughs) i love that one that's pretty spectacular the book upside down there's a lot of George Bush. I feel, like, I feel like Dan Crenshaw, Crenshaw is conservative light. Like Dan Crenshaw speaks to people who are transitioning over from once being a diehard Democrat into conservative territory. Mm-hmm. And I fell for him myself when I first sort of like really awoken to the conservative fundamentals. And, um, and then I was like, oh, he's like a complete rhino. But that that seems to be like he's always hanging on by a thread. I know. And um, it, it's sort of like the deal where the same thing with like there's a lot. I, I don't want to name any specific names, but everybody goes through this process of there's some people you really trust at the beginning um, when you're transit. We'll say we're transitioning. Eric loves <laughs> stories of transitioning. He's a big fan. Uh, let, uh, I want to talk more about uh, Joe Rogan and Spotify with you guys, but Eric, I think I'd be remiss, I think is the word, if we didn't mention, if we didn't get a woman's opinion on the Penn Swimmer thing. This has consumed a lot of me and Eric's life over the past three weeks now. <laughs> Samira, have you heard about the Penn yeah. Swimmer, uh, the drama? Now we're into the spot where I believe, and Daily Wire uh, mentioned this, and Eric brought it up recently, that the trans Penn Swimmer is now... John gallivanting around showing his junk off. Have you read about this? Yeah, I didn't hear hear the um, the word gallivanting, but I did hear that he (laughs) that's my word. He had okay um, had allegedly exposed. You know what are you supposed to do unless you're in a bathroom stall? People are going to see you know your junk, whatever type of junk it is. I feel I feel bad for everyone involved in that situation because I have no doubt this. What is the what is the swimmer's name? Oh yeah, what is the swimmer's Um, name? Leah. Leah Thomas. I have no doubt that Leah, you know, sees herself the way she does, like that's unquestionable. And so in her human experience, like I want to make her feel comfortable and worthy of being a, you know, an, an human being on earth, but then also taking away from girls sports and their experience, like that really doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And I, um, I think I, I've, I have a lot of trans conservative, not trans conservative, but transgender friends who are conservative and they think it, you know, it's, it's not fair. And, and there's a, actually, there was just a Senate hearing somewhere, um, a, and a, and a transgender male spoke out on behalf of his young nieces who have to, you know, be encouraged into sports now because there are young trans individuals taking over and dominating their whole, um, uh, athletic experience in high school. And it's not right. Eric, I'm going to turn to you for a complete 180. Yeah. I think. Yeah, uh, I'm not on board with this at all. Um, Wait, that's not a 180. We're on the same page. I just say it nicer. (laughs) Well, here's where I'm going to disagree is because I don't and and there's no way there's obviously no way to prove this. But I just don't believe that you get to the point where you're in college and you've already competed as a male for two years that magically you're a woman. You're not, bro. And -hmm. on top of that, according to the Daily Wire, Leah is still into women. 
So this to me just doesn't ring true at all. And I'm not a, a sexual expert. I don't know like how, how to, you know, Get navigate this entire thing, but you can't <laughs> tell me you, you, you're just, you're not going to trick. You're not going to make me believe that after competing as a man for two years in swimming in college, we're not talking about fourth grade, fifth grade stuff. We're talking about college. You are a man. Mm. You, you went through this and in your third year of college, uh, you know what? I'm, I think I'm a woman. Like uh, why, why am I not Tiger Woods right now? It just doesn't make any sense. And you can go to the intramurals. You can go to the rec league. And look, I, I will also be honest and tell you that I don't care about women swimming. That's just the honest truth. Like I don't, I don't, I couldn't name one other women swimmer on the planet. I couldn't. Okay. Kate wow. I think that's wow, one. Eric. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, so, so it, it really doesn't matter if this is just about getting to the fact that, that we are eliminating reality. And, mm. and I know that I've said this before and it probably will make some people unhappy and cringe and like, it sounds weird, but if we hadn't got a, a large enough portion of the population to believe that a man can just change into a woman because he so thinks it, that is the only reason that we are at this point where people think the air is unsafe to breathe outside is because there is no more reality. So of course, once you trick somebody into thinking, well, a man can have a baby, of course the air outside your front door is dangerous. You can, you'll get them to believe anything now. It doesn't even matter. And that's the problem that I have with it. It's not that I hate anybody or want them to not have a good time, but it's like, we're not going to completely eliminate reality. So you can check out chicks in the locker room, bro. And again, we can go back to the daily wire article, but if you are, if, if it is known that you are still sexually attracted to women while you're pretending to be a woman, although not having had the surgery or whatever it is, it just rings like a scam to me. This it's, I, I see last, last thing here is like, I see these people continually roll all of their issues into one giant disgusting thing. So that's why we have climate justice because the climate has become racist. And now we have this, woman who is turning swimming into a political thing and they're colluding with each other to win. So it's just, it, it's all, it's, it's all mixed up into this one big disgusting bowl of like, just obey, right? These are the same people that tell you to trust the science, to trust Dr. Fauci, follow the science, believe, get, get the Pope. And then they're going to tell you, I can, I don't know, maybe we can, maybe we can do a little research, but I would be willing to bet that Leah Thomas will go to bat 100% for you to get four or five, six booster shots without even thinking about it. But then we'll turn around and tell you that I'm a woman. It's not, it's does not compute. 404, not found. Soon to be banned from Twitter, Eric Butler. Um, he's reporting <laughs> report no pine on there. Samira, do you, uh, including or not including this, do you worry about women in terms, and young women specifically in terms of how, the media and social media push all these things to them. I mean, you can see a random person. Maybe they're an athlete. Maybe they are, um, I don't know, what, what a photographer, and they've got pronouns in their name. Like, this is a completely normal thing. Do you worry yeah. for young women and in terms of how they're being influenced by pop culture and the media to, you know, really I, be hardcore indoctrinated into some of this stuff? I not only worry for women, I, I worry for young men, too. I have a nine-year-old, and he... I, when I started speaking out against the masks at their school last year, um, I was going to the school board meetings and one of the teachers had her pronouns in her Zoom. It was a Zoom because they're afraid of air. Um, 
had her pronouns inside of her, you know, the description where her name was. And because of that, I will be taking my son out of school next year because she's the teacher for the next school. It, it concerns me. And, you know, they do it with a very subtle sleight of hand. Um, my son's not allowed on social media. He's not allowed, you know, and two years ago, he had his own TikTok. He had his own Instagram. He was six at the time. Par terrible parenting. Um, <laughs> But now there's no way because we absolutely know that there is an intentional agenda to um, to to steer young Americans and I, maybe Canadians too. I don't know, but you know, from the genesis of what's going on in China and how they're socially altering society and this you know pseudo tech warfare or maybe entire tech warfare and their hundred year long plan to dominate uh, the world. Um, there's absolutely a play at our children and it's been going on from when we were in school and we all said, wow, education's terrible. Well, why do we just accept that? And why do we continue to think that, that that's the norm? And it just perpetuates in a really out astonishing, psychologically damaging, um, um, manipulative way. And so if you are a parent, if you are, you know, a mentor for children, you know, I hope you arm the child with reality because there's no nothing gnarlier than coming up in the world as a young person anyways. But then to add all these things that are like, wait, up isn't up anymore. Um, you're really screwing with our future and these young people's lives. So Yes. To answer your question. Yes, absolutely. I am concerned. Um, and, and, you know, back to Eric's point, it's like, I think two realities can be held at once. Whereas th that's not reality. What they're trying to perpetuate that, you know, men could have babies. That's not reality. But I do believe that, you know, with all the oddness going on through the vaccine vaccinations or whatever it else, whatever else it is. I fully believe that these people think that that's their existence and I can ha hold that reality while also being like, well, yeah, but you still can't have a baby if you're a man, you know? So I think it's figuring out for me and, and for young people figuring out like, and maybe Eric, I don't know, but um, <laughs> figuring out how to navigate that because I, because I've spoken with these people, I'm friends with people and that's their experience and they don't have an agenda. They're just, you know, in a lot of ways, really fucked and fi finally is having a relief by figuring something out. And maybe it's temporary and maybe it's what it is for the moment, but like you, you, you gotta allow some uh, space for variables that we aren't fully understanding yet. And I, I do believe that some of that space and some of that variables is the psychological warfare and also the chemicals and weird stuff we injected into our children in the last few decades, 75 vaccinations per baby. Like what is in there? You know, and we're just finding out about what's going on now. What else is in there? What else has it done to manipulate the psyche of the individual growing up? Okay. Just really quick. I was going to say that, um, it, everybody is obviously entitled to do their own thing, but in the same way that you cannot force me to get the shot, you cannot force me to believe that a man is a woman. Don't try to trick me. You can go out and live your life, do your thing, but don't force me to subscribe to that. Second thing is that it, it happened and maybe I'm just getting old. Well, that is true, mm -hmm. but it, it happened. It happened so quick. I went to college in San Francisco, basically where all this stuff comes from. And it wasn't like this mm. in 2008, 2009. Mm -hmm. it, it just like people knew there was drag queens and gay guys and all sorts of fun stuff, mm -hmm. but everybody was still aware 
They weren't forcing you to believe that a man was a woman. And then somewhere around, I don't know, 2014 or 2015, they just kicked it in the hyperdrive. And that's what's really creepy um, to me. So that's it. We'll move on. We'll mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Barack, the kick it into hyperdrive. <laughs> Is that what Barack Obama, did he say that? I don't know. No, I don't know. That was George Soros <laughs> or like the World Economic Forum telling him to kick it into overdrive via, you know, like <laughs> MySpace or something. ICQ, gotcha. remember that one? No? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Samira, Samira yeah. was cool back then. She was cool way before no. we were cool. Samira, no, no, um, no. when we were I watching... I feel like we were on the same 90s level. Yeah, but when we were, were watching you on the... the o- How old were you on OC? I was 24. Okay, so you're pro- you're a bit older than me. I'm not going to give away any of our ages because we're all still 19. <laughs> but um, I, th- I think that was more MSN days, if I'm being correct. Um, I want to talk to you about all the air. What? Do you not know what that is? Was, what is MSN days? MSN Messenger? Oh, got Jeez. it. Wow. Got it. Wait, was, was OC before or after Entourage? Before. before. Wow, okay. Eric. Now oh, sorry. I have to say I, wow to Eric. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> Whoops. On the Go set Paul. of Entourage wait, where wh- she beat up, uh, what's his face? Eric Murphy. Um, wait, Kevin wait, Conley. Wait, wait, That's just a rumor I'm up? starting. That's a rumor I'm starting. Oh. Back in 2009, Samira Armstrong beat up Kevin Conley. They challenged each Don't other to a wrestling match. It's beyond the paywall. It's okay. And on the podcast. Because he's only five feet tall. He's like oh, barely he's, five feet tall. He's such a nice guy. I he love is. him too. I love... Yeah. He's, yeah. I love him. I love everybody on that cast. Um, we need to get you on um, Jeremy Piven's podcast. We need to get you on the Entourage podcast. Yeah, totally. Travis yeah, I think right I feel there. like I'm the only, between the OC and Entourage, who both had um, podcasts this last year oh, really? because it's been like 20 years, neither of them asked me to come on. Mm, so you might be doing something right Uh-oh. maybe so yeah i probably am i'd push harder but i don't want to embarrass you on i oh on you tagged me on it on <laughs> yeah, one of their did. things didn't you yeah on, I the, saw that. on the victory podcast shout out victory like, podcast <laughs> doug ellen uh-huh, well doug, they're like what guest should we have on yeah i don't know the one who was in eight episodes of your first season exactly <laughs> Um, before we get going here, Samira, I want to ask you about all the work you've done, which we all appreciate across the world, I think, for because America is so important for the Arizona elections and the integrity with all that. I know there was some division in the approach people took, but is there any updates you can give us on that? Should we all give up on stuff like that on the 2020 election? Is there anything you can tell our audience who would be super interested to know? Darn. Well, Eric could probably answer this as well as I could. He's a he's a, essentially a local now. But, um, you know, I don't want people to give up on hope, but I, I don't have a lot of it because I have seen a lot of people saying things and even showing things. But because we have no uh, justice system that isn't just wackadoodle liberal, I don't know that anything will be... Um, held to the fire, so to speak. Also, our attorney general here has information uh, provided to him by Code Monkey, who's actually running for Congress in Arizona, uh, Ron Watkins, um, and Explain other code even- Code Monkey, uh, I don't know what that means. Oh, you don't? No. Okay, okay. So Code Monkey allegedly was Q, <laughs> okay. but he also, he started, yeah, that, that's what HBO said. He has vehemently denied right. it, but he is, 
he alleged, I believe he started um, 8chan, which was the forum that Q is on. And that's why people say that. But um, he is very much oriented towards data and exposing various uh, indiscretions between, you know, variables. I don't know. I'm not a math person. But he had given um, our attorney general here in Arizona, Mark Bronovich, uh, information showing that there was massive fraud. And I'm not sure if this was through the ballot or through the computer system. That's right. I think it was through the computer system, the, um, the machines. Um, and, you know, everyone's sitting on it. And they say up and down that there's proof everywhere. Now Dinesh D'Souza has shown uh, he put together a uh, documentary on what's called uh, these ballot mules these ballot mules, mules being like a drug mule, a drug trafficker, mm -hmm. um, on bicycles making drops over and over hundreds of times during the 2020 election to d various drop box. And they have it on video. They were pinging their, um, their cell phones, tracking them. So there's plenty of evidence to be like, hey, there's some flaws here. And by the way, our Mark Bronovich is a Republican. And so it, it appears as if there's a lot of I wish there was a more ab abusive word than rhino because there's a lot of Republicans who are saying a lot and or doing nothing or just absolutely turning the other cheek or having a hand in creating um, the complete and utter uh, disappointment in the in the election process. Now, go last session, there wasn't enough done to create and establish large amounts of election integrity. And we're really wor working to push that through um, this session. Hopefully it'll be in done in time because it takes, after your session gets out, you know, it takes some time before it closes and then all the new bills can go through. But that's what everyone's hammering away on here in Arizona. The one, one day, one ballot um, and, mm -hmm. you know, a photo ID, which I think they already have that here, but that's that might be just California. I mean, it may sound crazy to you guys, but we have one day for elections. You can mail and vote ahead of time if you can't go there. And uh, you that's do, how it used to be. You do need a you do need to register or prove your residence or your identification mm -hmm. somehow. And it's a paper ballot. That's and racist. Then, and <laughs> an old an old white man or white woman will take your ballot. And they will put it, in, and they will make sure they don't even take it. Actually, that's not true. You put it into the box yourself. They, they, mm -hmm. they you walk up to the table, you give them your identification. They match you with the list they have. They say walk over in that direction. You go behind a little piece of cardboard with your tiny pencil. You press, you write an X. You pop it in there, and then you're done. Um, it's crazy to everybody but America that this isn't allowed. <laughs> so, Eric, in one minute or less, we've got um, RUQ. Did you find found a Chan? Um, are you the my pillow guy? Let, take us home, Eric Butler. No, I well, of course I am not Q, and if I were Q, I wouldn't tell you. But I think what we should do is, although this doesn't seem fruitful, and I don't know if any it'll ever go anywhere, we have to stay on top of this. At least if for no other reason, and I don't want to let the cat out of the bag as the senior political strategist that I am, but we have to at least make them think that the heat is always on. So even if everybody isn't on board we have to otherwise if you take your eyes off these people mm -hmm. they're they're gonna go you know they're gonna do bad things like that's quite literal and i mean we all saw the photo of them putting up the boards in in detroit or whatever it was so if you take your eye off of them if they think you're not paying attention for one second i mean look how stupid they already think we are so if they think you're not paying attention they're gonna do bad things and 
So whether this is going to be fruitful or not, I think we have to just keep pushing it because we know that they would, right? They're not going to let anything go. They've been, I mean, we can see they're, they're in it for the long haul. So we have to do that too. And last but not least, I think it's almost time that we invert the term rhino. I've said this once before. I think they have sort of proven to be a spineless little bunch of weasels. So maybe when you see a Republican do a good thing, that is now the rhino instead of the other way around. I know that's, that's a ah, I get it. I like peculiar thing. Yeah, you need, you need to put some marketing dollars behind that. <laughs> I think. So I like campaign. that because because really Republicans are are just basically Democrats. So if you say rep Rhino Republican name only, that means they're not Republicans anymore. Yes. They're Senior actually... marketing strategist Eric Butler. <laughs> um, thanks a lot for joining me you guys eric butler tatumreport.com and report and opine on social media samira armstrong daily wire movie coming out of course you can find her in everything else she's international superstar i say thanks for joining <laughs> thanks for watching everybody we'll see you guys next week um david menzies is back now so i'm going to say tell everybody to stay sane thank you mm -hmm.